Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on the old Twitter there at LionStar app and at LionStar NFL. And more importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. We are back with your picks and bets show on the week. And we had a coming off pretty, pretty good week. So we'll talk about that in a I second know. here. But you can check me out on Twitter at BDentric. And my co-host is always coming in red hot on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? I'm doing good. You know what I did last week? I said, all right. Because I've been diving more in and uh, doing a little bit deeper stuff this year, and and it hasn't been translating as far as the betting show goes. So I went, you know what? I'm not going to watch that stuff this week. So I didn't watch as much. I still read as much as I normally do, but I didn't watch as much stuff as I normally do. And bang, eleven and four. So uh, I th- I think we're going to do that um, the next couple weeks and just see if it if it translates. Maybe I'm getting. A little too into the weeds with my stuff and i need to take a step back and uh just more shoot from the hip i think i'm better that way so welcome to my world shooting from the hips fun <laughs> stuff here but uh like we talk dfs i'll start looking at you know trends and this and that but when it comes to betting and the chaos that ensues this year sometimes just going full like contrarian is uh the way to go and the public's been getting pounded lately so yeah yeah We'll see how that keeps going, but it's going to be a fun week. we got the three Thanksgiving Day games. If you're listening to this show, the Thanksgiving Day DFS show has already been dropped, so go get that one in there. Nice little three-gamer for you, but we'll cover that. We'll cover the Sunday slate, Monday as usual, and uh, before we get into all that, if you guys want to check out the video, check out Star YouTube channel. You can watch us there in person, see us and our happy faces, or you can just listen to us as usual and give a rate review on iTunes. We'd love that as well. All right, Bogman, let's get into it. Let's get into all the minutiae, all the stuff and things. We'll start Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. Detroit at Chicago. It is likely Nagy's last game as coach. We got Andy Dalton under center. Boyle, Chicago is minus three and a half, though, over under 41 and a half. Now, right before we started, we hit record on this. Uh, We did get word from Detroit that Jared Goff is trending towards possibly playing, according to Dan That sadly changes things a lot. (laughs) It really does. I, this is a, a bad game. But look, we saw Boyle throw for 77 yards last week. And that stuff is just unacceptable. So even a half-working Jared Goff uh, can be right twice a day. So um, I, I think I'm going to take Detroit in this game. I'm going to just – I think in this game I would take whoever was getting points is kind of what it boils down to yeah. because uh, Andy Dalton's a vet. He, I definitely expect him to win this game. I, and I expect the bears to win this game, but I expect it to be a close fought game. You know, there's not a lot on offense for um, uh, Chicago right now, because uh, even if Darnell Mooney plays, he's not hundred percent. Allen Robinson is most likely out again. Um, so it's just David Montgomery. And for Detroit, it's mainly Deandre Swift too. So I'm going to take Detroit, but I will hammer this under 40 and uh, 41 and a half. Like when uh, I was talking the other day, I thought this line was going to be 38, 39, somewhere in that neighborhood. I just don't see how we get to 41 and a half. You know, who's scoring touchdowns here? Well, that's my question. The defense, the defense is. 
Uh, okay, I mean that that's a possible <laughs> that's a possibility, but are they scoring four touchdowns? I know that's that's you the know. tough part. That's the tough part. So I, I I'll give I'll give each I'll give each side two touchdowns apiece on offense. That's that gets you to twenty eight points. After that, are we going to get enough field goals to get us up to forty one and a half? I just don't think we are. I think it's going to be a lot of. I think the middle of the field is going to be tore up after this game. Uh, and lots of punts. Uh, you know, lots of three and outs as well. So uh, I'm going to take Detroit and give me the under. Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, the golf news is big. I'm glad that broke just before we started recording because that changes my mindset as well on this game. And I'm going to go with Detroit. Like, sadly as it is, Boyle is so bad, I would have taken Andy Dalton in this game. <laughs> but just the fact Goff's there, just him being there, it prevents the Bears from going full stack in the box the entire It's not game. a guarantee either, but it's trending yeah. towards him playing. So Which let's, is huge. let's hope we're le- reading between the lines correctly. It, it helps Swift out a lot. It helps so many pieces of that game out that it at least makes it respectable. And Goff's been a covering machine. So right. we, we got so I'll take Detroit on this one, and I'm with you on the under. If this game goes over, it's just because chaos broke loose. The other thing is, and this is like bad analysis, but a lot of these early, early start times, they start out so slow. It's like the old college basketball rules yeah, or yeah. Christmas Day Christmas Day basketball and stuff. The first game's just so slow. So uh, we'll wait and see. Hopefully we get like an awesome like Creed halftime show or something. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, give me Detroit. Give me the under and just pray that your family wants to eat really early and you can miss this game. But yeah, I doubt, exactly. I doubt they want to eat that early. So, <laughs> got that going for you. Have a brunch, Thanksgiving brunch, everybody. There you go. Yeah, um, I, I, even a Family Guy episode is like, hey, it's Thanksgiving, which means dinner's at three o'clock in the afternoon for no reason. So, yep. here we go. Yep, I got that message to, to alert the family yesterday, tell them we're eating at three, come over anytime afternoon. I'm like, oh, sweet, just in the middle of all the fun. Um, but yes, the all the fun includes Las Vegas at Dallas, Dallas minus seven and a half, over under 50 and a half. This is a fun one. You're getting a, over a touchdown for a Raiders team that's not been great, but the Cowboys have been scuffling. But this morning, Tuesday morning, Jerry did let everybody know that CD is looking like he may play this week now. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> think it's smart to play him in this game. I don't know if we should take our medical advice from Jerry Jones either. Exactly. Do you see how much salt <laughs> he was putting on that uh, McDonald's breakfast yes, sandwich? Exactly. Uh, he, he makes me feel healthy. Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, you are drinking water. That's healthy. So um, yep. I-, I hate this game. I- I'll say just as far as betting purposes, I think I might uh, stay away from this one. This is going to be the one where most people are eating anyway, right? So yep. um, I- I'll I'll go with Dallas. I'll go with the home team here. I think they need to bounce back after that big loss to the Chiefs. Um, 50 and a half, though. I'm going to smash the under on that one, too. And once again, you know, I'm better at totals this year by a wide margin, but I feel more confident on the under here. I just don't know what Josh Jacobs hasn't been doing much outside of Darren Waller. They don't have much in the receiving game right now. They're not really utilizing Deshaun Jackson that much. Um, You know, uh, Renfro gets his occasionally, but it's mainly Waller and that's it. So uh, I don't like what I've seen from the Raiders offense in recent weeks. Um, Dallas obviously only put up nine points. They've got the crap blitzed out of them. I would expect the Raiders to continue that trend as well. So I'll take the under, but I'll, I will take Dallas at home. Yeah, it's a tricky one because uh, Thanksgiving Day, expect Dak and company to kind of get back on track in this one. Uh, Gallup, I don't think, catches only five of his ten targets, stuff like that. So it should even out. You see Pollard could have a big game out of the backfield with with Zeke. Schultz do his thing. So I'm going to go with Dallas as well. I'm not super comfortable just because they look so bad. They really did. And 
Um, that that Raiders front four is they're not like excellent, excellent. They can't stop the run, but they can blitz the passer. Yeah. They can like they can get pressure on. We saw Burrow get pressure all day, given the Cincinnati O line's horrific. But um, it's it's interesting. But I'll take Dallas. I'm gonna take the over in this one because if I think if Dallas covers, I think it's a lot of points. I think it's like Dallas is in the 30s and the Raiders still get into the 20s. So we're in the 50 point range. That's my train of thought on this. We'll see. The Raiders have to get Josh Jacobs more involved. That's the biggest thing. Like looking at his numbers this morning, it's it's embarrassing the way they're yeah. giving him the football. I don't understand so. why they're going. Uh, is he still hurt? Because if he's hurt, then give him a couple weeks of rest or something. Yeah, it's just weird. Like it's the trend. He had seven carries, nine carries, but he, then his passing game, he's had basically fifteen touches in back to back games. Banned in the run. So many yeah. teams doing that. It's it's. Uh, and when you have that receiving core, what are you doing? So right, yeah, makes no sense. All right, let's head to the Thursday night nightcap here for you and your second sandwich of the night. Buffalo at New Orleans. Buffalo minus four and a half, over under 46. Kamara's still up in the air in this one. Looks like Trevor Simeon is going to be the starter. So many questions, Bugs. Yeah, look, I'm just going to take Buffalo and lay the points in this game. And it's more because of how beat up New Orleans is. I mean, no Alvin Kamara. Now no Adam Troutman, who is quickly becoming a favorite target of Trevor Simeon. We saw it took them a whole half to get rolling last week. Then we just got this extension for Taysom Hill and know that he's going to get a little bit run of quarterback in this game. And I don't like that switching stuff. So I'm going to take Buffalo as the road favorite, which isn't uh, a lot of fun. I know the public is fairly split on this one so far. Um, I'll take Buffalo on the road. And I think I'm going to go with the over in this game. I think uh, we've seen Buffalo allow some points. We've seen uh, that New Orleans can score when they get down and start slinging it in the second half. Hopefully they break out some of that in the first half. I'd love to see it. If you don't have, if you don't have Alvin Kamara, what is the harm in throwing it early? You get down early. Well, whatever. No one's expecting you to win this game anyway. So I'm going to take Buffalo, but I will also hammer that over. Yeah. I'm on the same page with you. I think Buffalo gets back on track here at the same time though. I do believe that there's going to be some points to be scored. We saw what New Orleans did with Philadelphia last week. They got points on the board. Buffalo gave up points. Their secondary is good, but they've had a pretty easy schedule overall when you look at defensive metrics. So Buffalo over for me. Hopefully it's a fun final game of the evening. Let's head to Sunday. Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. One of the better games of the week. Tampa Bay minus two and a half on the road. Over under 51 and a half. Bogman. Love this game. This is going to be an absolutely fun one to watch. Um, I think Indianapolis might be the second best team in the AFC right now. I, I told you that the other day we saw Jonathan Taylor run for five touchdowns. Uh, looks like a stud. We saw Tampa Bay dominate on Monday night. The Giants look lost. We'll get to them in a little bit here. But um, I think I'm going to take the home team here and lay the points. I'm going to take uh, actually and take the points at home uh, for the Colts. I'm also going to take the under. I think this is a more hard fought game than a back and forth um in a back and forth matchup. I think uh, you're going to see a lot of Jonathan Taylor, but I think you're going to see some stops. I think this could be a, a field position game between these two teams. We're kind of getting into that playoff atmosphere and playoff mindset as well. Going to be a hard fought one for sure. Give me the Colts and give me the under. Yeah, give me the Colts in this one as well. Playing at home, playing well, as long as, as long as Wentz doesn't throw it away, they're going to have some chances here. So give me the Colts in this one to get things going. I'll take the over, though. I, I think both teams can put up some points in this game. It might not be like a, a back-and-forth, you know, Tecmo Bowl-type game, but I, I could see like a 31-27-type football game here. So give me Colts. Give me the over. 
Atlanta at Jacksonville, Atlanta minus one on the road. You know it's a bad game when Atlanta's favorite on the road. Over under 47. The best thing that could happen, Bogman, is that Urban Meyer – or if the Jags give up a 13-minute opening drive to really get that game going. I mean, yeah, I, the Welsh was so – he's a Niners fan. Yes, yeah, So mad. Three. 13 minutes and then kick a field goal, right? Jeff Wilson, wide open, couldn't even hit him. But it's one of those where it's like you just had the ball 13 minutes. Are you really going to risk not coming away with points in that? So I think you have to kick the field goal there. Uh, but in this game, look, I'm going to take Atlanta because they had extra rest, right? Atlanta, uh, I'm going to take the under two because I don't trust either one of these teams to score. Uh, but uh, they had extra rest. I know they just got shut out and they looked terrible against New England. Um, and Jacksonville has been playing a little bit better, specifically on defense. Their game trended toward the under last week as well. So did the Atlanta game. It's really about, it's not really about thinking these defenses are good. It's about thinking the offenses are really bad and really knowing the offenses are really bad. So I'll take the Falcons. Wouldn't lay any money on this game at all, but I would like to take the under and put some money on that. Yeah, I'm with you on this one as well. I think Atlanta is the better football team, which doesn't say a lot because they both stink. But I'll take Atlanta and I'll take the under. It feels like a, a very, very boring like 20 to 14 type football game so hopefully atlanta gets it done and just one more step towards urban meyer out that door that's what we're hoping for jets at houston another barn burner here first times houston's a favorite all season long they're minus two and a half over under 44 and a half give me the jets i took houston last week uh didn't expect them to beat tennessee straight up i thought it could happen but didn't expect it to happen uh i you know houston didn't show us a lot in their win last week they, they showed us that um they can beat a team with a busted uh running game and their number their well, number one number two number three targets out as well in the receiving game so because uh, I would go Julio, A.J. Brown, Jeremy McNichols as your top three targets in that game. They all uh, – A.J. Brown got hurt in the first and quarter. Jeff Swain came, was out too. Came back and played. Yeah, Jeff Swain had been scoring touchdowns, and he was out. Yeah. Hook him, by the way. But uh, I, I – um, I, I just I'm taking the Jets in this game, even if it's Joe Flacco. I don't really care. Joe Flacco didn't look bad last week as much as I hate to admit it because he's absolutely not elite and never was. But uh, he looked good. And Elijah Moore looked great. I know they're going to be missing Michael Carter, but, you know, this team throws the ball anyway instead of running it. So uh, give me the Jets. And I will also take the over 44 and a half because I don't trust either one of these defenses to stop anybody. Yeah, you know what uh, Flacco did last week? He took the big fat L. That's what Joe Flacco did. Give me the Houston Texans at home. Ty God oh. Taylor will get things done in this one. So give me Tyrod in this one, and um, hopefully get the Cooks involved. That'll help make, make this a lot better. But give me Houston, and give me the over, because I don't like both of these defenses. I think there's going to be points to be had as long as there's not a ton of turnovers in this game. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Bogman's favorite game of the week. Cincinnati mm. minus 4.5, over under 45. We day. Yeah, absolutely. We day. Uh, so uh, give me Pittsburgh because right before we uh, we started recording, Mike Tomlin said he expects T.J. Watt, Joe Hayden, Megan Fitzpatrick, Isaiah Laudermilk all to be back in this game. Wow. Um, uh, the, the Bengals embarrassed the Steelers at home. T. Higgins said they gave up and they quit. If you need any inspiration, any bulletin board material, that is it. Give me the Steelers and give me the – uh, give me the over in this game as well. Yeah. yeah, I don't need like having those guys back makes my my pick of Pittsburgh even better in my mind. If anything, it was like these teams aren't that far apart to me, and to get four and a half points means a lot. Like, sure, Cincinnati stomped them earlier this year, 
Pittsburgh's been getting better and better every week. They might not be winning every week, but they're being they're getting better. They're getting kind of a flow going. I don't see Najee getting shut down again this week. I'll take Pittsburgh. I'll take the over in this one as well. It's got a good uh, a good little back and forth AFC North ball game here. And um, I think Cincinnati still wins, but I think Pittsburgh covers. Chargers at Denver AFC West action here. Chargers minus three over under 47 and a half. Um, all right. I- I'm going to take the Chargers here. I think what we really saw was them get out of this little slump they had been in against Pittsburgh and put up 41 points, which was huge. Really what was happening for them, in my opinion, was um, Justin Herbert was not right. Now, I don't like this game, and I probably wouldn't bet it because Denver's coming off the bye, and we've seen so many times. We just saw Houston beat Tennessee off the bye, and Tennessee was considered by Bubba and everyone else to be the best team in the AFC for a little bit, and uh, that got smacked away real fast. I mean, I think we know that Kansas City is the best team in the AFC once again, especially with that defense playing the way it has. But um, I'll take the charges in this game. I just think they're flat out the better team. I don't trust anything that Teddy Bridgewater is doing right now. Uh, Denver can bow up on defense a little bit, so I will take the under in this game. I, I think it's you know a division game; those can be a little more hard fought. It's in Denver, um, which lends towards the under as well. So uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers in the under in this one. Yeah, I like the Chargers too. I'm hoping I'm not reading too much into them this past week, but uh, I think they just kind of got slow out of the gates from that bye week, and they got it back on track last week. This Denver team's fraudulent. And so I'm looking forward to the Chargers walking in there, getting a big divisional victory. So give me the Chargers. Give me the over in this one, though. I'm going to take the over in this one. I think some points get scored by the Chargers. Denver might get a little garbage time at the end to push that one over the top. Minnesota at San Francisco. Niners minus three, over under 48. I cannot wait for this football game. Yeah, I like this game as well. Um, mm, I don't know who to pick here. I'll take... See, this all depends on what, which Kirk Cousins we get. Are we going to get good Kirk Cousins? Are we going to get bad Kirk Cousins? Because he's Jekyll and Hyde, 100%. Um, I'm going to say that we get good Kirk Cousins. It's not a primetime game, so you have a good chance to get good Kirk Cousins. I'm going to take the Vikings. Uh, I, I'm just In this game, I'm just going to take the team really getting the points. I'll also take the over. We saw what happened last week against Green Bay. The Niners have been playing really well on offense recently. So give me Minnesota and give me the over. I like those picks a lot, Bogman. We get Cousins, who's actually been better on the road this season than at home. Jefferson keeps taking the next leap. They're clicking on all cylinders on offense. Give me Minnesota, but give me the over because Minnesota gives up points galore as well. So uh, Minnesota, the over, should be a fun one. Hopefully Jimmy G throws a pick six or two to make things really exciting. Rams at Green Bay. This would be the game of the week if we didn't have that wonderful Tampa Bay-Indianapolis game. It's going to be in Lambeau. It's probably going to be cold. Green Bay minus one over under 47 and a half. Um, hmm. I, I think I'm going to go ahead and take, I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, I don't like this toe injury for Aaron Rodgers at all. Uh, he talked about on your boy, the Pat McAfee show uh, today a little bit as well. So I'm going to take the Rams on the road. They're coming off the bye too. We've seen that uh, trend. Well, uh, I'm also going to take the under cause I just don't trust. Well, I don't know what is going on with uh with your boy rogers so uh that injury scares me a little bit so uh give me the rams and i'll also go with the under on that one what's going on with rogers is all the injuries of the offensive line that's what's going on with aaron Rodgers. it's it's tough to uh to stay going there he needs his boys bactarian company to come back but we'll see when that happens but i'll take green bay in this one 
Uh, Green Bay gets the job done for me in this one. And then I will take the under as well, though. I think it's a cold game. It's a kind of uh, back and forth game as well. So give me um, give me Green Bay and give me the under as well. The heck are you doing? I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I, there were a couple games that were uh, not on the thing. So gotcha. Uh, All right. Well, then I'll keep going here. Tennessee at New England. We got Tennessee or New England is at home minus six and a half, looking to take over the AFC even more to prove how fraudulent I am. Over under 44 and a half, Bob. And what are you liking in this one? Uh, in this game, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take New England. I don't believe anything that is going on with Tennessee. I think they got exposed against Houston. I don't like them in this game at all. I'm also going to take the under because you know what Tennessee, what uh, New England wants to do. They want to run the ball, control the clock, and beat you that way. Tannehill has been bad. He has been putting them in a position to win at all. So give me New England and the under. Yeah, I like New England uh, to win this game, but I like Tennessee to cover this game. Uh, I think Tennessee keeps it close enough. Their defense shows up for them in a big way here to kind of bounce back after last week's absolute debacle. So uh, just Tannehill can't be pick happy like he was last week. That was the biggest issue for him, and I think that gets things right this week. So I'll take Tennessee in this one, and I'll take the under as well. You know, in a big, uh, big cold AF uh, Northeast game, two teams that know each other very, very well. You don't have Henry to run over everybody. Tennessee's got to play smart. They got to slow it down. New England has no problem slowing it down either. So give me Tennessee. Give me the under in this game. I think it's going to be a fun game, but New England going to get another W. I'll tell you that much. Philadelphia at the New York Giants. Philly minus three and a half over under 46. Philly looked great last week. Giants looked absolutely horrible, and they're going to have a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, like I love the idea of a new offensive coordinator because you give the ball to Saquon. I don't care if he's coming off injury. You give the ball to him 12 times. What are you doing? This is your guy. If you're not going to give the ball 15 times, do not play him. I don't understand what was happening with that. You saw the effort had gone completely out of this offensive team. You saw Galladay wouldn't block for anybody. He was dropping balls. You had 11 targets for Kadarius Tony had uh, seven catches for 40 yards. What the hell? Like let, let Danny dimes drop back and throw it. Don't roll him left to right on every single play either. Um, I think it's great that they got a new offensive coordinator, but I don't care. It ain't going to all work in one week. Give me Philly on the road in this game. Um, I'll go with the over as well, just because I don't trust either one of these defenses. This one's so silly to me because Philadelphia off that monstrous win where it looked like they were clicking again, feels like such a letdown, but the Giants are a disaster, an absolute disaster. So give me Philadelphia in this one and give me the under. I'll take Philly in the under because I just don't know if the Giants score much at all. They, they, I, I know they're getting the new coordinator, but I, I'm with you. I don't know if it's a, a quick enough turnaround to make things change. So give me Philly and give me the under in this one. Carolina at Miami. Cam Newton coming to South Beach with CMC and company. Carolina minus two in this one over under 42, and I don't like your pick. Uh, give me Carolina and give me the over. Cam Newton uh, has those guys playing a little bit better. I know they lost to Washington, but he had to go up against his old head coach who knew all of Cam Newton's little tricks and everything. It was his first game back under center for the Panthers. Miami's been playing some good ball. Um, I just don't trust them to beat a decent Carolina team, specifically that defensive side. But I do think this number is too low. So give me Carolina and the over. I'm taking Miami. Homer call coming up. Homer. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Let me have it. Let me have it. I'll take Miami plus two in this one, as I think they're still clicking to a like, – it, it was frustrating because the opening drive, he was moving it fine. They're letting him do things, and they got conservative again. Gave Gaskin the ball a ton, which is fine. 
but remember what got you to where you are. So give me Miami in this one plus two and give me the over. I like the over much more than either side in this game. I do think points can be a plenty. Both teams should get to the 20s. I mean, in a 24-21 game. game gets easily over. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, I think yeah. I think both teams find 20 points at least. Me so too. Uh, Miami and the over should be a fun one in South Beach. Cleveland, Baltimore, Baltimore minus four over under 46. Can Baltimore get going with Lamar and Hollywood hopefully coming back? Yeah, I think so. Uh, what we've seen from Cleveland almost just lost to Detroit this week. And look, it's not their fault. They're a good team. You and I both picked them to win the North. I think that think they're probably still the best team in the North overall, but they are hammered right now. I mean, they're missing, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield is playing maybe at 50%. Uh, Nick Chubb is good, but they have nothing in the receiving game. Jarvis Landry is, you know, he's looking better every week, maybe 75% though. Hopefully he'll be back up to 100% this week. Um, Don Peoples-Jones is hurt. Kareem Hunt's still out. It's just, it's a mess for Cleveland right now. So I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm also going to take the under in this game just because I don't know how many points Cleveland is going to score. Yeah, I think uh, with Lamar coming back in Hollywood, I think they're going to move the ball just fine and put up their points. So I got Baltimore covering this one and winning it by at least a touchdown because I'm with you is Cleveland just, they're so banged up. What are they going to do? Unless, unless Nick Chubb goes full like 200 plus yards and goes crazy, pulls pulls a Jonathan Taylor, I think they're in trouble. It's going to be Baltimore and I'm with you on the under. I just don't know how Cleveland scores. I really yeah. don't. They're so beyond bad. Like Baltimore could put up 30 points and still hit the under. In this well, game. Baltimore's really good at stopping the run, really bad against the pass, but Cleveland can't pass right now. Yeah. All they can do is run. So uh, I think that all trends towards the under as well. Yeah, Kareem Hunt's supposed to come back this week. That might help him a little bit, but I don't think it'll be enough. Um, and Monday, even if, when yeah. he's coming back, is he 100%? True. I bet he's another guy that's 65 70%. Up. Yeah. Yeah, they might want to just put uh, what's-his-name under, under center and put uh, – uh, Job, let's go wildcat yeah, that works but who is the backup i'm case zoning keenum. out no. case keenum, keenum yes keenum might be better off right now than uh yeah than i had a cleveland fan think. dm me and said i think they should go with keenum this week and that's that's pretty damning you know they love yeah. baker there but baker is clearly playing hurt so Big they gotta do something else like baker i guess the thing that frustrates me is baker's no like he's not a great great quarterback but he's not bad either he's just yeah. he's so hurt right now i would say bad. he's above like i would always say that you're your minimum NFL caliber starting quarterback was like peak Andy Dalton, right? Okay. And I think Baker's better than that. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, but but right now he, I think he's a little bit under peak Andy Dalton because he's playing so hard and he's a tough yeah. guy and he's gotten it out and everything. But Jesus, and give him a playing, couple weeks off, play Case. You know, he's playing like peak Jared Goff, so right. not good. Yeah. Um, Seattle at Washington Monday night football. We got Washington minus one over under 46 and a half. Can Heineke do it two weeks in a row? And Seattle, man, bad. Yeah, Seattle has nothing, dude. Uh, they have nothing right now. Russell Wilson clearly has come back uh, too soon. Uh, now, I've taken them two weeks in a row, I think, uh, and now I'm finally going to pick against them. So you guys know what that means. Uh, hammer Seattle, but... Washington's look good two weeks in a row. They beat Tampa Bay. They beat up Cam Newton in Carolina. Uh, this is a, a tough game, but it's at home. Uh, Russell Wilson and company coming across the country to play in this game. Uh, the Seattle secondary has just got nothing right now. Colt McCoy torched them last week. And I love Colt, but it's not like he's a uh, prime Colt right now. So uh, I'm going to take Washington. I will also... Ugh, I'll take the over 46 and a half in this game. I think maybe Seattle starts to put it together in the second half. A lot like we saw that Philly and Saints game last week. 
Yeah, I'm going with Washington as well. I have not picked Russ Wilson yet since his return. I've been going against him, and knock on wood, so far so good. <laughs> I, I like Heineke. I've talked about him a lot on these shows this year. I know he's – I said it even on Monday's show that he's inconsistent. He's still young, but when he plays well, he's really good. Like, he's really yeah. good. So I think we see it on, on primetime again from him, and he put up a good showing. I like the uh, – I'll take the over. I don't love it. I don't love it, but I'll take the yeah. over because even that game against Carolina, they put up, what, 45, 46 points, something like that. So yeah. I think they can they can get to the over. It's going to be interesting, but give me Washington. Give me the over on another. There's some bad football games again this week. It's going to be a rough end of the season, Blogman. There's some bad teams right now that are just not going to get any better. It's I mean, it always is that way at the end, right? Some it of just these feels teams early, start... though, because we have that extra week to top it off. Well, I'm, and that's also why a lot of these teams are still playing hard and competing. You know, I, I don't know that anyone outside of, you know, the Jags, Texans, you know, the, those teams are out of it, but uh, the Jets are probably out of it. There's still a good 20 Falcons. teams or so that are in it. But yeah, there's so many teams that are in it. And you just see the wild card race. Uh, you know, if Pittsburgh just doesn't tie last, the, the week of Detroit uh, and in the tie game. It was if they lose that game, they're in eighth place and out of the playoffs. And if they win that game, they're the two seed. So they tie and they end up at five. Right. And now the Steelers are at eight again after the loss to the Chargers because of the tie, because of not beating Detroit. They're sitting outside of the playoff uh, uh, lookout right now. So outlook right now. So uh, all that stuff is going to change so much between now and the end of the year. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a fun race down the stretch. But. A lot of teams still alive and still in it. I think they should move that trade deadline back, by the way. If they're going to extend the season, they should. Yeah. They really should because there's a lot of teams. should be the that, end of this month. Yeah, yeah there's no a lot of teams that might trade for a running back right now or something. Right. That, like, you, you could have a lot of moving parts that make things really interesting. Absolutely. There's no reason to have it that early. There is none at yeah. all. So I'm with you 100% on that one. We'll see what happens. But what I do know will happen is we're going to have some more craziness because that's what the NFL brings. So enjoy the, the picks for the week. Um, again, if you're into some Thanksgiving DFS action, if you're listening to this, you definitely are. So go check out the pre-snap show that dropped on Tuesday for you where we break down all three games there. And then coming out for you later this week, your usual main slate preview. Only 10 games this week because of the holidays. We'll buzz you right through there. Everything you need over here at the pre-snap podcast. And if you find something else you might need, go check out the Lion Star app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store everything else you'll need to build your winning DFS lineups. But for now, check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm Matt Pediatric. Have a fun week, everybody. See you. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.